0: Welcome to Turkish TV time today we're going to be talking about season four episode seven which is the series finale of the protector and uh, boy do we have a lot to talk about I thought it was very enjoyable but also I'm sure we can poke a lot of holes in it. We are also going to talk about what show we're going to record next, and I, we might even have a bonus episode coming out about our top 10 all-time What the Fuck Haakons, so stay tuned for that. I am not drinking any tea, but as you might be able to tell, I had multiple iced coffees this afternoon, and I'm feeling excited. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god.
0: No tea for you, Sophia?
1: No, I'm not having tea. I'm having a Diet Coke, as I often do.
0: well caffeine is good we'll take it
2: just before we started recording i had a tea but now i'm in i'm sitting in my bed so it's very dangerous for me to have liquids
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right so grand turkish tv time tradition lives on and i'm glad we lived up to the name in the finale so now Sophia is going to take us through what happened in this episode this should be interesting (laughs) (laughs)
1: So just to kind of piggyback off what the last episode ended on, we had Hakan kind of wake up in his usual house that he lived in at the start of the show, uh, where he lived with his friend Memo, and like he had all those books on the ground, and that's how he kind of realized that Faisal was still alive. So this episode, he decides to go out on the street. It's, it's kind of a sequence that's very similar to the first episode, where he like goes out and like people... Are calling out to him, and he's and like he he's seeing Faisal everywhere, so he knows that obviously he didn't kill Faisal, and he needs to fix everything in order to like live a happy life, because what he's kind of aspiring to, and and what we find out this episode is that he's looking forward to like fixing everything and then being able to know his parents and being able to you know grow up in a happy house and like all these sorts of things, so. He's walking around and basically he's made the decision. We find out when he sees Zeynep to go and see Zeynep and try to kind of figure out what's going on. How is Faisal alive and what he needs to do to remedy the situation? So he finds her at the school. She's like now, I guess, I don't know if she's a professor, still a TA. But basically she's still in the academic world and she's like giving this extension to this girl. And so he like starts following her around and she kind of pretends not to know him. And then he kind of like very aggressively um, lifts her shirt and he's able to see that he still has the, that she still has the key tattoo. So that's when he knows that like, she's lying to him. Basically she's saying that she doesn't know who he is, but she does. So he like pushes and pushes and she finally says like, you know, I know who you are, but um, I just don't want to work with you. So he, goes into her class and is a heckler in her class which is probably one of the most obnoxious things he's done up to this point and so basically he's in the class he's like asking what a hero is and all this like stupid stuff he like heckles her so much that she kind of like i don't know i guess she stops her class whatever then he stops asking questions and like, they cut away, so we don't actually know, like, if he was, if he continued to be annoying. So he's waiting for her outside, and he says, like, you know, we have to do something. And she says, we reached a deal with Faisal, and I don't want to keep fighting. Like, my father died, like, all of these people have died, and I just don't want to continue this fight. Um, but he's very insistent, and she ends up taking him to the Hammam, our old and lovely Hammam. And he like basically, she basically takes them into, like the bath, like the room where there's that giant tub in the middle that we that had the greyhounds uh, previously, which we so enjoyed, and those greyhounds uh, are not there anymore. But there's a bunch of weird framed keys, and Zainab says we have a key for each person that has died. That's a tradition, and Hakan like symbolically grabs the key that corresponds to his father in and like cries and like well not cries but like is sad and remembers the sad past so basically he like is still trying to convince Zainab to uh come and, and help him and he says you know you said Faisal was like had reached a truce with you guys and he's not gonna do anything but I noticed that some guys were following us and your apartment is full of cameras um, and all this stuff. And so she kind of like, I guess, is left thinking and Hakan leaves the Hammam and he's being followed by uh, someone who from the back looks like Mazar. We can discuss that later about who you guys thought that was. But basically uh, he like is able to escape from these guys in Escalades who of course are Faisal's goons. I mean, that's obvious. And so he escapes but they finally corner him and he's like completely helpless they're gonna beat him up and take him to talk to Faisal and basically uh heroically saves the day and beats up these guys um and we find out that she of course has all of her physical abilities still in order and so they decide to go to the pharmacy to um try to find something that might help them in their battle. And of course they find that terrible plasticky knife that we found when Zainab trashed her own apartment that her father had given her. Um, and of course, Hakan keeps it and they try to find different clues to see where they can go or, or what they can do. And they don't find any clues, but they find and they remember that oh, cause cause these goons told them that the talismanic objects are stored underground, somewhere under one of Faisal's buildings. And so of course, uh, Zainab finds this article about um, how Faisal is like renovated some renovating some historic buildings, and it ties all back into like we know that he wanted to renovate Hagia Sophia because he had like a he well all the weird sarcophagi sarcophagi were there and all the immortal like cemetery stuff was there so they like remember that so they decide to go to this place and find like find the talismanic objects. and so they arrive and they see all the coffins and each coffin has like a symbol on it like the vizier's coffin obviously has her symbol on it and so they, they see in the distance, the talismanic objects on top of a sarcophagus and they go to grab them. It turns out that that underground um, thing has some sort of motion sensor. So the, the talismanic objects are torched completely. And when Hakan removes the ash, he sees like a symbol on the coffin. That is the same symbol that was on a medallion that Harun's mother gave him. Um, saying that it was something that belonged to his father so basically he just puts two and two together and finds out that Faisal is his father well was Harun's father so he's like his ancestor which is I guess a huge revelation and basically I think they yeah they decide to go and talk to Faisal to see what he wants because he's very adamant about talking to Hawkon. And basically, he tells Hakan, like, the only thing I want is to die. Please kill me. Like, Ruya is gone. And ever since you killed Ruya, I'm a slave of the darkness. And the darkness brought me here and made me, like, a sad, sad person and, like, all this sort of stuff. Oh, and also, I forgot to mention, so they open this gate to get to the underground tunnel. And there, Hakan and uh, Zeynep have a conversation about the immortals and why they were created. And we finally get that, like, closing information about how Justinian called them in order to calm the Nika riots, But they, like, he, he didn't repay them what he had promised them, which I can't remember what it was, but he promised them something and didn't do it. So the darkness forced the immortals to stay in assemble and destroy Asambul forever just because Justinian broke a promise and that continued even when it changed to the Ottoman uh, rulers. So basically what we find out this episode is that my theory was not entirely true. It was partly true because it wasn't like an Ottoman against Byzantine thing. It was just a um, like destroy Istanbul at any cost forever for eternity. So just to go back to where I left off. So they, they he goes and meets Faisal. Faisal says, like, of course, I am your father, you have my blood, like, you're cursed, and there's, like, something evil inside you, oh, wait, well, first, he asks to be killed, Hakan tries to kill him, his hand goes black, so then Faisal says all these things that I mentioned, which are, like, you're, you're evil on the inside, because you're half immortal, and, like, you could only use the talismanic objects, because you had my blood, and all these sorts of things. And he says, like, I killed the good part of you. I, like, revived the immortal in you. So now you're going to be evil and you're going to continue to destroy the city forever with me. Um, and then in his head, he hears the oracle's voice and her, and Nishad's voice telling him, like, to always be, be himself. And that the force to kill the immortals is inside of him and all these weird things. Um, but anyway, he takes the knife that Kemal had given Zainab and he kills I saw with the knife, and he actually is able to kill him with like a very normal knife. So, something that we'll talk about later. But anyway, so and then he decides he obviously has to kill himself with some excellent CGI (laughs) from our favorite (laughs) crew. And so then he like basically kills himself. So then he like he starts again all over again, and of course we're taken to the Grand Bazaar where Hakan is walking. As the king of the Grand Bazaar, he's always said he is, like, just, I don't know, he has, like, his swag back, I guess, He's like, tranquility and confidence back. And so he's just walking over there, and, like, there's this woman who, like, offers to read his fortune, and he's like, no, I don't need a fortune, I, like, know everything's okay, I don't need you. And so he's down at his his father's shop, well, of course, he says bye to everyone, and there's this very typical... Kind of exposition scene. So uh, he's back in the store, and this woman, this woman's voice is asking about the magical shirt. As we remember at the start of the series, one of Faisal's goons, who ha- who was a woman, went to ask for the shirt and try to buy it from Nishit at the shop. So of course, it's kind of like eerie that somebody's there asking something like that. But then it turns out that it's Zaynep, um, and that they love each other and are happy together. And then basically, like, with no ending, the episode just ends very abruptly, in my opinion. It was a happy
0: ending. What are you talking about? It was classic.
1: But it was super abrupt. Like, they're in the middle of a conversation and it just ends.
0: They go off to have sex. <laughs> That's the end of the show. <laughs>
2: It's a real happy ending.
0: (laughs) Thanks for that one. They took it very (laughs) early. move on into our next section which is our gossip banter slash spilling the non-existent tea section and uh we have a lot a lot to discuss here
2: can we get a congrats for getting through this show yeah i think we need that
1: congrats to us (laughs) a very silent clap put put a a (laughs)
2: lot of um clapping sound effects
0: okay
1: (laughs) I'll get right on that. <laughs> oh my god, I can't with this show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I actually liked the way it ended. Like, I I know that there's a lot of plot holes, but I liked the way that they they had the moral of the story. They wrapped it up. He got to be happy with Zaynep. I I like a happy ending. I'm a sucker for it.
1: They like ripped the ending off of Her- the last Harry Potter book, literally.
0: Yeah, they had a lot of Harry Potter influences. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's a Horcrux.
0: Yeah, you're right. I didn't even think about that. He is a Horcrux. <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: Okay, I have a lot of questions.
0: Okay, go for it.
1: But first, didn't you guys think it was super aggressive the way that Hawkon like, gropes Zaynep and, like, sees her, like... <laughs> rips her shirt to see her tattoo like I just I I was kind of baffled by how exaggerated it was
0: especially since they'd never met before like he's met her but she hasn't met him before
1: that just leads into my other gaping plot hole about (laughs) how the time travel works or like how changing the past works and what people know I don't think there's any answer or logic to that
2: yeah that was that was my biggest overall episode. I mean to skip ahead a little bit to the WTFs to preview it that was like I was so confused how it worked because like it sounds like they were waiting for him to wake up. so like was Hakon like in a sleeping state from the moment he was yes. birthed in this timeline like what like
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no they were waiting for Hakon's older consciousness. To, to time up. in to Hakon, the schmuck so, who goes so sh- around ruining so the, stuff.
2: So the schmuck consciousness is deleted forever. Poor schmuck.
0: I'm pretty sure he's dead, yeah. Like, <laughs> unless he's just in the back of Hakon's mind. I don't. So or confusing. unless in. Oh, but it's a circle. So that consciousness goes on to relive what we saw as the television series and then comes back to this point. Oh. Whereas our Hakan moves on, so it's like a line with a circle that's tangential to it.
2: Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. But Thank but you. then yeah. I'm definitely more confused.
1: <laughs> yeah, because then, like he knows everything and he lived through everything, but what about Zeynep? And especially at the end, what does Zeynep know? Like how did they meet? Yeah. She
0: has, like, one throwaway sentence that was like, well, because Faisal lived, everything still got created the exact same way. (laughs) It's like, wait, what?
1: They also killed the exact same people. Like, they could have not killed... um, Right. They could have not killed Nishit. They could have not killed his parents. Like, why would Faisal... How is Faisal still able to do all this damage when he's just one and that damage was done by, like, ten immortals?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, if, to be fair though, if you, well, no, never mind. I was thinking like wasn't that the case before too, but he was alone for much less time in the previous timeline.
0: Mm-hmm. And were the were the loyal ones like actively trying to kill him and that's why he killed them because they can't because they didn't have the protector with the object. So like he just killed them for no reason.
1: I think he did it to show his power to, like, do a show of force, but that was just very confusing. I I think, like, it makes no sense, like, if they asked them to, like, like, you know, those typical, like, I don't know, just, like, justify, like, I don't know, those high school questions were, like, justify how this was true or not, like, if they were asked to like say more than ten words about how the time travel worked, I don't think they would have answered.
0: <laughs> no, their heads would have literally exploded, and then the show would have been ending. There's no way. I also liked the throwaway Justinian history <laughs> reference that we got. That was much better explained by eski last episode. That was so. That was,
2: I mean, they were like, why
0: even include it? Yeah, Just exactly. Leave it a mystery,
2: exactly. Like at this point. What are you even demystifying? Like, nothing. Not, very few things make sense. So why even try?
0: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, definitely make it seem intentional at least. Nothing makes sense. I don't. I'm just like baffled by everything. And how? Like, so they're like making the assumption that since Hakan has Faisal's blood, he could he could have always killed him basically so why remember that this is like a but remember that stupid street fight they had like when he
0: yeah yeah, out
1: of jail like a long time ago like why in the world was he not able to kill him right then and there
0: well i have thought about this and also i recently re-watched Wonder Woman the original to watch Wonder Woman the sequel which by the way was really bad I have a lot of thoughts um but in the first Wonder Woman movie she thinks that a sword is the god killer when in reality it's her but she can't actually be the powerful god that she's supposed to be until she realizes it and like embraces her identity and like has I guess in this episode they expressed it as faith um but like that's why she's able to come into that power. So like that's fine. That's a fantasy trope that I get. I think it was just a little bit
1: rushed at yeah. the end. It, my my whole qualm with this episode was that everything was so rushed. It was like let's close 150 plot holes. But in the mean in the process let's open 200 more. <laughs>
0: I mean, it could have been a whole other season, right? Him waking up in the modern day and having to kill Faisal, like that's that was the first season. <laughs> so then they compressed the whole season into one episode.
1: Also, uh, I just want to know, like, how did Fais- How was Faisal able to have a child?
0: <laughs> you really want
1: to know that?
2: <laughs> I just feel like we need to know about the mating organs.
1: That's, bad, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that. Like- the whole like one other giant gaping plot hole is just like who the immortals are and how their biology works um as evidenced by um our yellow goo (laughs) remember (laughs) like that goo that comes out of them when they're like when something pet it
2: it was orange
1: oh sorry (laughs) um but like clearly there's something weird about them and like if Faisal could have a child why couldn't like Faisal and uh Javadan, or well Ruya have a child also like why, why didn't
2: they mate with so many humans and have yeah. so many yeah babies? Like demigod
1: children yeah but I think I think that one for example is because they realized that that their children were like their biggest the the biggest weapon against them somehow
2: just mm-hmm. brainwash them i don't see any problems here <laughs> <laughs> also like the darkness can just like be all up on his arm and like take over his consciousness why couldn't this darkness that we've only known about for two episodes do that before you know like if it was already in him or whatever yeah like, wait actually
0: he... going back to like sophia's point too he's tried to kill him before i'm sure he's touched his neck before <laughs> and No the dumbledore hand so what? <laughs> i don't understand I it's just really
1: confusing that. it's it's like it, it they didn't think about it i think they did this show and like never thought about that it was going to end
2: or they had an idea that I really want to know what it was. That they were like, "No, nah, man, we got to change this com- explanation completely." And I'm, I'm I'm sure that was a more interesting idea than whatever the <laughs> hell this is. And I really want to know what it was. <laughs> we can have another we can have another bonus app where we uh, cope with better th- better theories. Where we
0: interview the plot people, the prop yes. people, the pro- yes, and find um, out what was really going on. <laughs> How would you like to be called Sultan of Success?
2: <laughs> well, I will give them that. That was consistent with episode one, I think. Yeah. Where we saw that cover, I think. I think they <laughs> they went back to the old props closet.
0: Well, and they had Haakon's old sweatshirt. Like I yeah. recognize that yeah. thing. That thing has seen some use. Well, also the, the the whole outfit
1: and everything was just like very. Like I could buy that, the Hakon from the end of the episode was really the Hakon from the start of the series. Like they were very similar.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 Totally. Plus the cheerful music, which I appreciate. Wait. I also
1: have a huge, like, another big plot hole question, which is, how okay. does Hakon exist at the end of the episode?
0: He gets healed.
1: No, oh, but but <laughs> Faisal is dead
0: yeah but it's it's literally like a horcrux like he died and he but he killed the immortal part and then he can wake up he can come back from king's cross station (laughs) i don't know
1: (laughs) that's my thing but but so so does that mean the end is just that like he wakes up the day after he killed faisal and continues with his life or is he starting over like at the beginning of at the end of last episode
0: I think he wakes up like on the pier like 30 seconds after okay. he stabs himself okay. and he goes and calls Zainab because otherwise like it's too weird like they he like wakes up and goes and finds Zainab and is like yo babe let's be together <laughs> <laughs> I'm the grand bazaar boy do you know me? <laughs> but
1: also, so this is what gets really confusing to me they change Zainab's look completely like now she doesn't wear like black and is a badass. Like now, she wears I white know and heels. Like I thought it was Layla initially. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be <laughs> poor Layla. Didn't get to come back. <laughs> so that's what really makes me wonder because I wonder like, does that mean that she just like changed her personality and like her way of dressing from one day to the next because like Hakan saved the world. Or is it another Zainab that hasn't experienced like as much loss and suffering, and therefore she's more happy? Because that's what I would assume.
0: I mean, but her dad still died.
1: We don't know though. In and the, like all in those the other last people died. iteration, if he died, if it's a new iteration.
0: Oh yeah, that's yeah. If you think that they rewound from him killing Faisal, then yes. But I don't think that.
2: Yeah, I don't think we saved any people necessarily. I
0: don't know. Zainab as a professor, scary. <laughs> like when she sat down that at that table really after Hawkard left. Lesson. God, she was terrifying. And yeah, the hero discussion, as you said, Sophia, was so dumb.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed the student chiming in.
1: Yeah, and her friend was like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I thought her friend was like, good job, like for real. Oh, well, wait,
0: What was was she sincere or not sincere? I
2: didn't think she was
0: sincere, but maybe, <laughs> I,
2: maybe I was so, you know, feeling like I didn't, she needed to be mocked that I projected.
0: <laughs> it did foreshadow the ending of the episode in a very not subtle way when she was like a hero is someone who makes a sacrifice and then goes back to their normal life.
1: Oh, wow. I didn't catch that because I was so annoying. <laughs>
0: Well, it made me think about, um, I forget what it's called, but there's like a Roman, a position in Rome where you would call on a yoke, like a farmer and they would become like the like wartime head of everything for two years and then go back to their farm. Like, uh, Cincinnatus is the most famous example of that. But I was thinking about that mm. when they were talking about heroes. If only our uh, current leader of the empire would go back to his golf course (laughs) in the same way
2: ew he's so he's so vile anyway yeah i
1: don't know i was gonna say for tekken to be alive it has to be oh yeah
0: tekken
2: but it is yeah, wasn't that a relief that the best character d- didn't die? <laughs> he I was, was
0: delightful in this episode. Why <laughs> he really brought back Mazar? He would have been my. I know. I think they just couldn't get him.
2: <laughs> you know how hard it was for them to get all of the immortal actors. <laughs> oh in my that god! Room?
0: They like, blew their uh, budget on that one, man. <laughs>
2: completely did. <laughs> Wait, also, that and reprinting the Sultan of Success
1: magazine—they're out. <laughs> <laughs> Ezgi question um does Tekin have like a weird accent?
2: no he sounds really weird he just like is he has a very punchable face but <laughs> nada. yeah and he, he like it's kind of whiny when he talks
0: I did just like kidding. that he he ended up with the same briefcase that's gonna blow up and kill him <laughs> in the end <laughs> that was pretty funny I did not like that Zeynep was Portrayed as incompetent again because Hakan is the one who points out the man following them and the cameras in the hammam Oh, yeah. That was not yeah. cool. And then that's like what convinces her to come out of retirement.
2: Yeah, also, he's like so consistently idiotic for four se- or however many seasons <laughs> we've been watching this
1: for.
0: We're supposed to think he's competent for like a season and yeah, a half yeah, now, I feel true. like, even uh, though we haven't.
1: Missed the moment. That is another <laughs> one of my, I think, what the fuck's for the whole series is like. There's no clear, like, linear trajectory for Hawkon. He, like, goes from being completely incompetent one episode to being an excellent fighter the next, and it just changes back every single episode it's different. Yeah. That makes me very angry. But did you hear the shout-out to your beloved uh, Jaylon? I did!
0: Oh, Jaylon, we miss you.
2: She wasn't the actress. The actress who played Jaylon was in a new netflix turkish movie that came out uh either this weekend or the weekend before but she was did only she look like,
0: okay did she have yeah. any gaping stomach stab no
2: wounds? she seemed healed although okay, her on-screen parents were bickering and then she stormed out of the room and that was her whole part so oh, no! not not a very big role in the movie oh, but Lord. it was nice to see her. <laughs> that
0: stomach would really set her back in her work life <laughs> Let's see. I liked Tekken's concern about being towed. That was the most realistic thing that's <laughs> happened in a while. I just wanted to see Faisal punch him in the face.
1: Honestly, <laughs> he really wanted to.
0: Faisal was so well groomed this episode. Like, he was so much less greasy. I don't know if he's like suicidal. Shouldn't he be more greasy? He's not. Really but was he su- suicidal?
2: He's yeah pretend- Yeah. Yeah. Because he wanted um, the charred arm thing to happen.
0: Oh, you're right. You're right. Okay. Like Okay. I think he you're knew right. there was a
2: possibility that Hawken would kill him, but he was willing to take the chance on like Hawkon getting freaked out by the curse mm-hmm. and just rolling with it.
0: And <laughs> also- assuming that the... the the darkness taking over or whatever would be the same thing that happened to all the people when they like Zaynab when she became immortal and she just turned into an asshole
2: (laughs) (laughs) why didn't they have like this visual thing also like that just like like, I was like pretty worried about like when I first watched the show I was like pretty worried about that like effect going through his whole body like that's not okay (laughs) but (laughs) they stopped at the arm
0: thankfully (laughs) <laughs> it was pretty well done though. Like it looked yeah. good as compared yeah. to a lot of the other stuff that they've done on the show.
2: Man, the one arm really set them back that the Immortals reunion. It's been an expensive season.
0: I do want to say I'm pretty sure that I called that Faisal was Harud's father last yeah, episode. I
1: think so. Yeah. I think Thank you, you. I'm It's very pretty proud I myself. mean they they really
2: didn't try to Make it subtle, I feel like, too, right? Because I remember when I was yeah. watching it, I also like the medallion was like shown very prominently a couple times. And then in this episode, I mean, immediately, like the medallion logo was on every single screen behind us oh. in the
0: office. I didn't catch that. I guess I'm not very good at symbol remembering.
2: You studied engineering. That's really embarrassing.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True, 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 true. I
2: have no idea if those skill sets are related, but... I
0: just I really wanna see a prequel series about Faisal and the old crone in the woods getting down and what that romance is like. Well
2: you you wanna see the mating organs too.
0: No, I don't I don't need it to be graphic. It could be PG thirteen show. Um, I...
2: You want a bio, bio biology documentary on how this is even possible? <laughs>
0: <laughs> a nature documentary no i don't i don't sir richard attenborough narr- narrating no, Thank you,
2: david, david. and he get, just got his covid vaccine oh, david yes that's good richard unfortunately uh left us a few years ago he is not
1: oh no there. wait there's another wow there, sorry. there's a sibling attenborough
2: yeah he was the the professor the P- kooky professor guy in jurassic park the one who opened jurassic park
1: oh my god i have a very like <laughs> he was the actor
0: yeah
2: i have what? never
1: seen
0: jurassic park.
2: jurassic park was a documentary oh you
0: never seen jurassic park
1: <laughs> it's a good movie yeah i think i should watch it but i might not ever it's on netflix here a lot of parallels
0: actually to this past week's events in dc with yeah. when the velociraptors are testing
1: the fence, I've gone on the ride Darn. quite a few times, but I've never. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: a good ride too. It's a good ride.
1: <laughs> I enjoy it. But wait, I think another great, like I don't know if it's a what the fuck, but it's like a something it's like a something to highlight is just the amount of hairdos that they were able to do on Faisal with such little hair <laughs> and such a receding hairline.
0: That is so true. Like the number of hygiene and hair uh, changes that he went through over the course of the season is pretty incredible. I think that having Faisal be legitimately like want it all to end would have been an interesting ending.
1: I mean also Faisal is, is another character that has never made any sense like his motive. Well, I guess he does make sense, but his motivation changes so much from episode to episode that like it wouldn't be unusual. It wouldn't be surprising. I think it was just like that whole arc was like so forced and so quick. Like the episode was so slow in the beginning. Like there were ten minutes left, and I said, "What in the world are they going to resolve in ten minutes? All of the stuff <laughs> we started." And I think, I don't know, it's like, it reminded me of Game of Thrones. We always talk about Game of Thrones on this show, but like, they just needed to close everything up and they like wasted yeah. so much time doing this buildup of something that like never amounted to anything.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's a little bit insulting to Game of Thrones to compare the two, but definitely final season Game of Thrones has the same vibe as this episode, like, we just need to get people in the right place and make them happy and make sure that this guy dies and this guy lives and then the end.
1: Yeah. I I just... Like, there's so many things that I wish they had spent more time on. Like, just helping us understand the immortals, helping us understand how Faisal could be Hakan's father or, like, Khadun's father, I guess. Um, helping us understand how Harun and Valeria met, how Harun became the protector, which was also like a gaping pothole, in my opinion. Like, like we know the Sultan made him that, but then when we go back, he has nothing to do with the Sultan. So like, at what point does the Sultan seek him out? And how does the Sultan know that he's Faisal's son? And that's going to make him be able to use the talismanic objects. Like, it just doesn't...
0: Right, when presumably he's in exile for the rest of his life. after. What happened? Yeah, I don't know.
2: No, but after they realize that Faisal es- or have escaped, doesn't he then jo- join forces with the Sultan at that mm. point? So his, in this timeline, he still isn't fully exiled because the talismanic objects have to exist.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, how how would he get? allied with the sultan if the sultan doesn't believe him in the first place like he doesn't believe anything well
2: else. he I, he does i guess he's made to believe because who is out there um and he had already been ranting and raving about this so i mean that's how the connection was established in this timeline i don't know how the connection was established in the prior timeline where he wasn't seen as a crazy person but after he established himself as a crazy person <laughs> and provided some evidence in this new timeline uh i guess i guess it worked
1: yeah i i'm still very
2: we're, we're having to do a, we're having to do a lot of work for yeah. the writers still
1: <laughs> also our storyline yeah. would have been so That's much true. better like just as a general like guiding purpose like also they still don't explain who the darkness is or what the darkness is like it's a person it seems or like a spirit that not has like all. agency and can talk
0: it's like their ruler I, th- I feel like it's right? like
2: yeah I think it's or like their not deity? like a humanoid thing it's like a force it's the force
0: it's the yeah. force it's yeah. the dark side of the force
1: I think if the if the immortals had worked with the protector and the loyal ones like, they could have just been sent back and, like, nothing would have happened. Like, everything would have worked fine for both of them. But, like, it just, because, like, the protectors, the protectors, the immortals were victims of the darkness. And, like, I think that's what they show at the end of the episode. So, it's just confusing. Like, they worked together so many times and Faisal worked with them so many times. Why didn't Faisal just tell them, like, open the portal, let me go in And then uh, like we'll close this and like the city will be saved, the immortals will be at home or whatever. Or I guess the darkness won't let them go home if they haven't fulfilled their mission. I don't know.
2: Which is new information. Like they were fully trying to go home in the other timeline.
0: (laughs) Right. And also like that means that they don't actually care about killing Istanbul. It's just like a prerequisite of like homework they have to do which I feel like makes it a lot less interesting if they're not actually like well, excited and about and destroying Istanbul. All, like
2: what goes along with that is that they they it's like their mandate, it's their nature to do this. They can't help themselves, which is what Faisal was implying. But like in the other timeline, he was down to like not do any of that <laughs> and just chilling, you know, be with ria um and live a like pretty human life that just wouldn't yeah. end whereas in this version he seems to think he doesn't have any agency and he has to obey so I, I, that that's a real. really good point too Maybe he was lying i don't know
0: and also if he was the sultan of success i feel like he could have paid someone find an immortality potion like he already he could oh he could just make more yeah. kids then he could have people to chill out with who are immortal. Like what? I don't get it. He's been alive a thousand <laughs> years, just like alone and miserable, plotting, waiting for yeah. Haakon I still to don't understand w-
1: what the wake up thing is. He could have done this with Haru because they use it a lot in the in the subtitles. But like, why is is Haakon, like Sleeping Beauty or something?
0: <laughs> no, I think I think he's been like clueless normal clueless hakan and then they were waiting for him to wake up with his memories but
1: but if time definitely confusing it's circular like how could that happen
0: it's there's a circle and then there's a straight line
1: <laughs> okay, sorry you explained that but i i guess I somehow didn't.
0: it's like it's like hakan's life <laughs> and then Woo! Okay, and then god. back to the apartment, like a, and then Hawkins' a, <laughs> a roller coaster, exactly. Oh my god!
2: It's the Jurassic Park ride,
1: or like <laughs> yes. a Möbius strip, oh god, or something. The wonderful Jurassic Park line.
2: There's no that uh, upside down uh, loop to loops <laughs> on that would be scary for yeah. a water ride,
1: and you're not fastened into your thing.
2: I think you are fastened. that's a pretty steep no no no. There. you so, are yeah. but like
1: you're not fastened enough that so you do oh like a, yeah, yeah a loop yes yes that's true okay also Ugh. another very important question I think no, thank you. Or, to me just like another sort of plot holy question is so we had our initial location which was the cistern the cistern with the hospital bed um and others yeah then we had a second location which was the hammam Uh, I think there was another location that I'm missing. But, like, why were there two locations? And, like, why did they take the Oracle's house? Because that was the Oracle's house, remember?
0: Yeah. They moved uh, when Faisal broke bad at some point, right? So I guess maybe he – no, maybe he massacred them in the cistern (laughs) and they moved – the memorial to the hum or something
1: okay also what happened know. to the oracle
0: yeah I think you know I think it would have answered a lot of your questions if she had walked up healed Hawkon on the <laughs> pier and then like disappeared or something because then you would understand that he just like got healed
1: it would have been fun funny to fine. see her like come out like she did from when okan oh, was still oh, Zeynep from Zeynep
0: <laughs> yeah. her like little ghosty thing I thought for when Zeynep was like refusing on refusing on I thought she was lying and I thought she was still the oracle and she like knew everything
1: yeah it's just weird to see her go because no. she's no not oracle. even like the same Zeynep from the, the first few seasons of the show because she's like happier she's like smilier it, it's, she's like a different character It's very confusing.
0: Yeah, I guess she spent the past five years trying to, like, you know, go therapy and be (laughs) nice to children and all that jazz.
2: Maybe she got to go to London for that
1: thing. Being nice to children.
0: Oh, maybe she got to go to London. That's true.
1: Yeah, I also would have loved to see some resolution, (laughs) like, showing, like, an epilogue for Harun and Vizier and Shirinjit. Shirinjit. Not Shirinjit, Shirinjit. She didn't Sorry. <laughs> I know that Chinin is a town. Yeah. But for some reason
0: maybe we'll get maybe we'll get another season or another show that's just like the trials of or the romance of Harun and Valeria. <laughs> well
2: she didn't receive better food than bread and cheese and bread and honey.
0: Well, Valyria owns, like, a pub, right? Fun. So one would assume
1: yeah, that she knows assume. how to make better she food
2: also than unclear that. I'm if she has to eat. I'm so.
1: clear. <laughs> also, why is Hakan so, like, thoughtful when he sees Vizier's like, coffin? Like, is Vizier even after she became immortal, buried in that casket?
0: I don't know. I think he was, like just mourning her i assumed when we were watching that she was in there but
1: i guess well and also the other immortals like did they did somebody like pick up the ashes and put them in the coffin <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it was harun and valeria's first date they went and then I mean, they up were like the Wait, we're missing
2: one person's <laughs> worth of ashes who who ran out of here
0: <laughs> oh god instead of our history section because it's our last episode we thought we'd do something special so what we're going to do is let you guys hear our debate on what show we should do next for the podcast
2: a true gift to it's the going listeners. to
0: be quite fiery i think so who would like to go first
2: everyone knows you want to go first, yeah, can go first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right first The first show I want to champion here today is the best show that has ever aired on television. It's called Karapada Ashk, also known as Black Money Love, which actually means money laundering love. And it's the best show of all time. There are 164 hour-long episodes, so it would be quite an endeavor. However, there's a lot to talk about every episode, a lot of plot. The main characters, Elif and Omer, are amazing. Elif is literally the most beautiful woman in the entire world. She was named to that list. Look it up. And um, she's also very smart and strong and passionate. And Omer is smart and strong and handsome. And it's great. Also, Pelin and Arda is another two people who are also cops with Omer. And they're great. Yeah, it's the best show of all time. The end.
1: Is there any chance that they... Translated that show as a leaf here in Colombia.
2: No, uh-huh. no, I know exactly what show you're talking about. It's, it was big in <laughs> Poland, and it's absolutely not the same show. It's it is very, very show. big here too. It's about a little orphan girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. no. It's like about an orphan girl whose like stepmother has like grand designs to destroy her life. It's it's very oh god. Very dramatic, um, uh, big, big with the air a lot though. of me. I love it. anyway. Um, the I would caution us against doing Kara Parashk right now, Sammy, just because you literally finished watching a very long show, and do you really want to watch it again?
0: Yes. <laughs> no, my mom and I you, were just talking about starting over from the beginning oh my
2: god you think you think that but I thought I could do it with the protector and I like the protector the first couple times through but I mean I get it was you guys poisoning me I really enjoyed this show before this podcast I'm sorry that's
0: true that is a good point actually like if somebody started to criticize Elif I would probably have to like stop being friends with you forever so that would be tough
2: it would be, yeah, I could really doom, doom this show. We have yeah. to think about our longevity here. Yeah. Um, from a like sci-fi, fantasy, whatever genre labels you want to use for The Protector, a, similar, a show in a similar vein on Netflix is called, I think the English name, I think in the US it's branded uh, uh, The Gift, but the Turkish name is Atiye, uh, which is the main character's name and it's it's good it's about a woman who's been painting this one symbol it looks kind of like a little bit like an infinity symbol but not quite um she's been painting this very distinct symbol her whole life she's a she's a renowned painter and then she realizes that actually it's a symbol that's unearthed at um which is uh, the oldest human settlement that has been discovered on the planet it's real in ulfa and there's this whole, you know, mystery around how does she know that symbol that's been buried underground for forever? And so they just had a second season come out a few months ago. Um, however, my own rebuttal to this recommendation <laughs> is that it's, keep a, <laughs> it's an ongoing it's an ongoing show and it ended with very much a, a, a very big cliffhanger um, in season two. And they're definitely going to do season three, which may be the last season. And I liked our approach here where we, you know, a show that was kind of exciting, a thriller, we, we watched the whole thing and, and saw it to its conclusion. So I would, I would feel bad if we had to take like a year-long break from Atia.
1: So anyway. But it would allow suggestion. us to do like another show maybe or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My suggestion, because I am a sucker for teen dramas of all kinds, is this show that Netflix um, very ardently recommended to me and I have not watched yet. (laughs) And it's called Love 101. And it's about, um, I think it's about a high school in Istanbul and like stuff happens and like the drama. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen Elite, which is like a Spanish TV show about a high school and like there's a murder and like this whole thing. And it's super dramatic and it's very teenage and everyone's very like interesting sc- slightly stereotypical but it's still very enjoyable
0: and how many episodes is it
1: i think it's only 8 i think it's just one season i think that yeah okay. there's there's just one season okay i guess it's the same issue that Atia has that like it's well we don't i don't i haven't watched it but my um the reason why i want to advocate for it is because none of us have watched it and I think just as a change it would be super interesting to have us three like start with no information no like yeah ideas or like having watched any of the of the episodes just to like have our real first time reaction I think that would be like exciting and a different point of view because I feel like but at least in my experience when you've watch previously like you have to be like watching really hard for spoilers so like sometimes you're not able to make all the comments that you would like to make or like make all the like do all the analysis
0: yeah no I I definitely agree it would be good to do a show where um no one has watched and I also find the idea of eight episodes of a show very appealing (laughs) after the protector, which wasn't that long but definitely was quite a number of episodes yeah I also wanted to advocate a new show that I just started watching, which is called Kush Kuneshi or uh, Winter Sun. And mostly... Didn't,
2: out- didn't that get canceled after like five episodes? Like I can't even it's believe 50 it's 50 episodes.
0: Netflix. Oh my there's God. 50 episodes. Okay.
2: But they split like one episode into three episodes for Netflix typically.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think it says 18 on IMDb, but yeah. there's 50 45 minute episodes or whatever. Okay, okay. And it's... Really great soap opera. Uh, mostly, I want to advocate it because the starring actor is maybe the most handsome man I've ever seen in my entire life.
2: No, he's not.
0: Oh my god, have you seen him? Yes, he's I know exactly. I,
2: I know exactly who it is, and he's. Is it Kunal? No, no. That's what's ridiculous about her comment. It's not Kunal. It's just <laughs> the most handsome.
0: No, man. it's ridiculous. He looks what's
2: like he, he looks like he has Botox. He looks weird.
0: No. He's
2: beautiful. Mm. What's his name? Fikri Öz Yıldız. Got that? Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Here, I'll put it in the oh, chat. Oh, he is
1: hot. I'll put it in the chat. He's kind—he's kind of weird looking, though. Yeah. I, I...
0: Well, they had to do that because, like, he plays uh, identical twins, and like the twin that's on the cover shot is. Um, kind of an asshole but then the other twin is like a nice fisherman guy it gets very complicated a but nice basically he's beautiful and I recommend watching the show for purely aesthetic pleasures
1: he, he is pretty attractive I have to say is sorry but I agree with you that he's not the most attractive <laughs> <laughs> he looks weird in those photos yeah I, I looked for other
0: another another show I thought might be interesting is Ma Sum or Innocent which I watched Many for my Turkish class but I don't remember anything cuz I really wasn't into it but it's very different it's like very dark and gritty like murder mystery kind of thing and I think it could be in- interesting change of pace also
2: I'd like to i per- that's personally on my list and it stars Faisal too. Yeah that's personally on my list also it has um Haduk who's one of the one of the best Turkish actors the only one to win an Emmy a primetime Emmy so he's a he's a good one mm.
0: Okay, so maybe after Love One O
1: One we'll look into that one. Oh my god, there's so many Turkish shows. Oh, and there's that movie that everyone was watching that I refused to watch. What movie called Miracle in Cell number eight. Oh, it's good. I like that movie. It is? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. And there's this movie that I watched back when I was trying to watch Turkish movies (laughs) called Garunje. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's really bad. It's funny. Görümce
2: is... or görümce? Görümce. Gerum, With an M. Görümce. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. Okay. No, this I is haven't.
0: Turkish TV time. When we make a spin-off into Turkish movie time. <laughs> and we drink milk every episode or something.
1: I just I just think our, we have to drink ayran.
0: Oh, I love ayran. I'd be down for that.
1: Drink milk every what?
2: <laughs> like, get out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so now we're going to move on into our favorite section which is what the fuck And we are going to do these for this episode, and then there'll be a bonus episode where we debate the top 10 all time for this series. So look forward to that coming out. Okay. So I have a lot of what the fucks for this episode.
2: Weird. We never have any.
0: (laughs) My first what the fuck is, is this tradition of memorializing loyal ones has been going on since the 15th century. How did they find all those like Walmart photo <laughs> frames for all of the names with the keys printed out?
1: I think Zainab said something about like, after whatever happened, we decided to do this. I don't think it's from like 1500s. Like, I think it's after.
0: Oh, ba- that was like all people killed. Yeah, because remember like, she ago, mentioned whatever?
1: that like Faisal just walked in and like massacred everyone.
0: Yeah, yeah, true okay fair enough delete that one what the what the fuck why is kamal still dead we wanted to completely him. agree and this episode better
2: J- J-Lon yeah. also like all that nonsense with the event could have not happened but it did apparently
0: jaylon uh little bird little
2: bird <laughs> forgot about him he was so <laughs> large
1: <laughs> Sami, our favorite
2: Sami was the littlest <laughs> no, bird sorry
1: I don't give a shit about Sami.
0: (laughs) Um, Why the fuck spend so much time with Tekken in the finale? He was, like, such an irrelevant character the first two episodes of the show and then died. I think
2: he paid them to be on the show, (laughs) so they used the money to do the arm effect.
0: (laughs) It was a star turn if he's using that in the future. No,
2: he's been in a number of, like, actual... (laughs) <laughs> turkish tv shows like on network television so he does like he definitely didn't need this <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was very odd um oh yeah what the fuck hakan like leaving zeynep behind in the final confrontation with faisal and then also what the fuck zeynep that she stayed behind because they've done this several times i and think she she always comes it just her.
1: shows that she's a different person like i'm convinced that she's not the same Zayn,
0: yeah yeah that was weird let's see what the fuck stabbing yourself really <laughs> slowly in the chest yeah like what did you want to get that over with
2: And like that's not exactly the spot like he did like the middle of his chest which yeah, that- like ow
0: he did it like on the yeah bomb.
2: exactly like ouch but i don't think that would yeah like you said get the job done quickly
1: also i think i have to i just have to add it now and I think I mentioned it in the recap, but the CGI for that was just like so bad. Like they put. For the knife going in? Yeah, they, they put like. I don't know if you guys saw, but like they put like some sort of effect to make it seem like the knife is going in. But it looks like they just put like a highlighter of that color. It was just very strange. Like, you wanna see. Weird- <laughs> I
0: did not notice that, but I will go and rewatch it. <laughs> oh two more what the fuck weird voices like telling him <laughs> that he's like powerful or whatever like I feel like that they did that in rise of skywalker and everyone was like what the fuck is this and then my last one is what the fuck guy with the rabbit in the car. Oh, yeah. what was that <laughs> why did you have a rabbit well, That's like
2: a thing like you have cute animals and then to take pictures or to pet them you, you pay those people uh, they're like everywhere they were in Shitinja, too. <laughs> there are people like that. and all the tourist <laughs> spots. They have, like, lambs. They
1: have little bunnies. Huh. I don't
0: remember that at all.
1: Very interesting.
0: What are your guys' what-the-fucks?
1: My biggest what-the-fuck is, like, the extreme makeover for Zaynep at the end of the episode. That was just, like, mm-mm. I don't get why, why they did it, and, like, now they want her to be, like, this very sexy, like very soft woman like <laughs> that's why I thought it was me
0: yes she's happy now so she can't wear black or leather anymore oh my god and you know how grand Bazaar boys has his gender stereotypes really locked in so now that she's dating grand Bazaar boys she has to
1: shape yeah up. I also like it's we obviously knew that they were going to end up together but like the buildup recently and like Zena being evil just made it so like I forgot that I was rooting for them so it just wasn't a satisfying pairing you know like oh cool we got together yeah I don't care
0: I do feel like like they had some moments of banter in this episode where I was like oh yeah like that's why I liked them together when they like argue and banter and all of that but I agree that it's been pretty dark for the past couple episodes so it was yeah um
1: one of my other what the fucks which I should have mentioned before um is like when they do the black arm it like literally looks like they dipped the person's arm in ink like it just looks really shiny and it's like very weird I don't know how they do it. It's confusing <laughs> to me. I thought the
0: black arm looked good when I saw it. I was like, wow, like they did an actual <laughs> prop correctly.
1: Um, <laughs> I still think it looks kind of off. Like, I guess that's the whole point, but it's just like something weird about <laughs> it. My other what the fox. I think for one, like how he like pushes her around to see the key tattoo, I, that was kind of shocking to me. That was like, yeah, I think you're crossing a line. Like, chill out, Hakan. Um, and I think also like, what, what the fuck? Why do they? I agree with you. Like, why did they kill Kemal? But like, then also, why is Memo not there? Why is Mazar also dead? Like, there's all of these people that are dead yeah. but that doesn't make sense. Because like, when would they have died? And like, also doesn't make sense for Faisal to just massacre a bunch of people just because. No. And wow. I'm still extremely confused about where Hakan was, or like where he was hibernating, like what happened during, <laughs> like yeah, uh, where the hell was he? Just doesn't make any sense. So was it <laughs> like when he was traveling with the key, where he's just like asleep and holding a key, or like what in the world is going on with him, and like if he like had memories from his childhood or or wherever when he was awake or something, like how would that mix with his memories of the past? I think the whole time travel thing is just like a gaping, gaping plot hole. Um, And then I also think what the fuck, like why would they save such a big revelation that they just built up in in the previous episode, but they haven't built up on ever before. Um, Like that Faisal is the protector's, the first protector's father.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, remember in the first season when they started talking about the protector and the immortals like pull towards each other, like they, they could have led, they could have just seamlessly transitioned into that because they're, you know, related or whatever, but they just dropped it for three seasons yep. and then came back to it.
1: That's a really good point. Yeah. I think that's the extent of my what the fox for today.
2: I just have a couple quick thoughts just what the fuck Hakon for going for faisal's throat after like being told to go for his throat like did you really think that that wasn't a trap <laughs> okay um and then the yeah the girl who chimed in in class both the hero <laughs> alternative hero definition thank you
0: such a try hard we hate those people yeah
2: we really hate her and then finally um very last scene where Hakon is dusting the antique shop and whistling and just whistling the completely wrong tune. It was so bad. Like stop, <laughs> you were really bad at whistling. Why'd they even like keep that in there? And that's it.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a note to end on. <laughs> <laughs> thank you all so much for listening. Catch us again next week when we're going to release our top 10 all-time Protector what the fucks And then we'll be back with our new show. So stay tuned and thank you guys again. We uh, dedicate this episode to Hakan and Zeynep and Harun and Valeria. May they live on happily and be the stars of many sequel series. Thanks again.